Good evening, everyone. To open our meeting tonight, Lil, will you please announce the first hymn? Hymn number 228. O love divine that dwells serene, whose light of life has no eclipse, we feel thy comfort, though unseen, and lay our hand upon our lips. Hymn number 228. If you'd like to follow along with the readings tonight, please go to our website, and on the home page, you will see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and then look for the place where you click for the text of the Wednesday readings. And our theme for tonight is Divine Love. And the readings will now be given by Fairley from Maryland. The Bible, 1 John. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten Son 
unto the world, that we might live through him. Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. Hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us, because he hath given us of his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. And this commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God love his brother also. Titus. But we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But after that the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us, by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Romans. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. But when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. But God commended his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Second Thessalonians, 
Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. For all men have not faith, but the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. And we have confidence in the Lord touching you, that ye both do and will do the things which we command you. And the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. The relative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and Prose Works by Mary Baker Eddy. He who understands in sufficient degree the principle of mind healing points out to his student error as well as truth, the wrong as well as the right practice. Love for God and man is the true incentive in both healing and teaching. Love inspires, illumines, designates, and leads the way. Right motives give pinions to thought and strengthen freedom to speech and action. Love is priestess at the altar of truth. Wait patiently for divine love to move upon the waters of mortal mind and form the perfect concept. Patience must have her perfect work. Is it not a species of infidelity to believe that so great a work as the Messiah's was done for himself or for God, who needed no help from Jesus' example to preserve the eternal harmony? But mortals did need this help, and Jesus pointed the way for them. Divine love always has met and always will meet every human need. It is not well to imagine that Jesus demonstrated the divine power to heal only for a select number or for a limited period of time, since to all mankind and in every hour, divine love supplies all good. It is the purpose of divine love to resurrect the understanding and the kingdom of God, the reign of harmony already within us. Through the word that is spoken unto you, are you made free. Abide in his word, and it shall abide in you. And the healing Christ will again be made manifest in the flesh, understood and glorified. The truth uttered and lived by Jesus, who passed on and left to mortals, the rich legacy of what he said and did makes his followers the heirs to his example. But they can neither appreciate nor appropriate his treasures of truth and love until lifted to these by their own growth and experiences. His goodness and grace purchase the means of mortals' redemption from sin but they never paid the price of sin. This cost none but the sinner can pay, and accordingly 
as this account is settled with divine love, is the sinner ready to avail himself of the rich blessings flowing from the teaching, example, and suffering of our Master. We learn in the scriptures, as in divine science, that God made all, that he is the universal father and mother of man, that God is divine love. Therefore, divine love is the divine principle of the divine idea named man. In other words, the spiritual principle of spiritual man. Now, let us not lose this science of man, but gain it clearly. Then we shall see that man cannot be separated from his perfect principle, God. Inasmuch as an idea cannot be torn apart from its fundamental basis. This scientific knowledge affords self-evident proof of immortality, proof also that the principle of man cannot produce a less perfect man than it produced in the beginning. A material sense of existence is not the scientific fact of being, whereas the spiritual sense of God and his universe is the immortal and true sense of being. The context of the foregoing Scriptural text explains Jesus' words, because I go unto my Father, because in following him, you understand God and how to turn from matter to spirit for healing, how to leave self, the sense material, for the sense spiritual, how to accept God's power and guidance and become imbued with divine love that casts out all fear. Then are you baptized in the truth that destroys all error, and you receive the sense of life that knows no death, and you know that God is the only life. Christian science erases from the minds of invalids their mistaken belief that they live in or because of matter or that a so-called material organism controls the health or existence of mankind and induces rest in God, divine love, as caring for all the conditions requisite for the well-being of man. As power divine is the healer, why should mortals concern themselves with the chemistry of food? Jesus said, Take no thought what ye shall eat. The present self-inflicted sufferings of mortals from sin, disease, and death shall suffice so to awaken the sufferer from the mortal sense of sin and mind in matter as to cause him to return to the Father's house penitent and saved, yea, quickly to return to divine love. The author and finisher of our faith, who so loves even the repentant prodigal, departed from his better self and struggling to return, as to meet the sad sinner on his way, 
and to welcome him home. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, Forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Carol, will you please announce the next hymn? Hymn number 266. Our God is love, and all his sons his image bear, we know. The heart with love to God inspired, with love to man will glow. Hymn number 266.
Good evening and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly Wednesday evening testimony meeting for Wednesday, October 19th, 2022. Everyone is welcome here and we're so glad you joined us tonight. We actually have quite a wonderful outreach from our church, much of which is from the various websites that we have available, and many of those are in other foreign languages, which means that God's inspired and healing word is reaching people across the globe, and indeed, people from all over the world have found our church, found our websites, found God's inspired healing word, and we are thankful for each and every one who has done so. I would like to encourage everyone to browse through our website. I'd like to mention a couple of items we're now featuring on our English website on our homepage, one of them being the most recent issue of our newsletter. And then there's another article I'd like to recommend, and it's entitled, Give Faithful Testimony. It was written by X. I don't know who X was. However, if you are looking for some encouragement to keep your light shining, read this article. It's quite wonderful. Uh, join us every Sunday. We start Sundays here at 10 o'clock in the morning with our roundtable discussion. We follow that with our church service at 11 o'clock. And we offer a Sunday school for children, which meets every Sunday at 11 a.m. We have a teleconference feature that is uh, exclusively dedicated to the Sunday school. Many of the uh, students attend our Sunday school by telephone through our teleconference, primarily because they don't live in the area. But what this means is that your child also can attend our Sunday school by telephone, regardless of where you live. Call up the church, we'll give you the number for the Sunday school, and we would love to welcome your child there. I will now read from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ, who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or of suffering, though the generic name of the disease may be indicated. Now, for everyone who gives a testimony tonight, we kindly ask that you keep it within four minutes. This will give everybody else the opportunity to share their offering. And for those who are on the teleconference, when you're ready to give a testimony, please press the star button twice on your telephone. 
But remember that when you do so, we're going to be able to hear you as well as any other sounds that your telephone picks up. So please be in a quiet place. I will call on each of you one at a time by name. And our meeting tonight is now open for sharing testimonies of healing through Christian science. Donna, Donna from Oregon, go ahead. Hi, everyone. The other day I was digging in my backyard when I stepped down on a very sturdy twig that had managed to get inside my garden clog. It wasn't very big around, so entered the ball of my foot easily and quite deeply. I pulled it out with some difficulty and limped to the house. I washed my foot and put alcohol and a Band-Aid on it. It didn't take long before my foot really started to hurt. I began giving myself treatment, saying that nothing material can affect a spiritual being and that God is right here with me. The next morning, my whole foot was quite swollen, red, and very painful. I still kept trying to help myself, but it continued to get worse. I knew I needed help, so I called my practitioner. She was so sweet and kind and, as always, willing to help. Within just a couple of days, you could hardly tell there had ever been a problem. When I, when I get practitioner help, it's such a clean, quick, complete healing. When you take drugs, there are often side effects that require an additional drug, then another drug to counteract the side effects of that drug. God gave us his son Jesus to show us the perfect solution so that we won't have health problems at all. Too bad we're hypnotized from birth to believe in them. It makes me sad to think of what Jesus went through, including death, to show me the truth, and sad that I'm so slow to know how to use it. I will continue to absorb what I learned from Jesus' teachings for the rest of my life. Thank you. Thank you. Linda. Thank you very much for the readings tonight and the beautiful prelude. Tonight I want to express my gratitude for the Bible studies and all that I have learned from them. It has been said before that it was a very inspired idea that Thomas came up with and then went, moved forward and started and worked and has been dedicating many years of his time toward. The Bible study was the first thing that drew me to this church and I will be forever grateful. The Bible no longer feels like an unknown mystery. I had tried other Bible study classes and other attempts to study on my own, but it just felt like facts and dry. But when we started the practical lessons that are here, they're so priceless with the prism of Christian science that, and the joy and the humor and the people that are living the promises and the love for the uh, Bible itself just exudes through every class. I'm also very grateful for the instruction to read daily from the Bible, from the Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Maker Eddy and her writings and prose works. I have learned so much being part of this committee in the last few years, and I am grateful for the many volunteers over the years that we have had and the extensive audio classes and all uh, the YouTubes that Jeremy posts. It is truly meeting a need when you go and see how it draws so many people to listen to it. 
and has opened my eyes to how deeply Mary Baker Eddy knew and used the Bible, and how science and health is indeed the key to the scriptures. The more I read the Bible, the more I appreciate Mrs. Eddy's life and teachings. These classes have taught me a greater sense of discipline, a sense of gratitude for the many prophets, and the golden thread throughout time of the many people who have continued to live the Bible precepts throughout the years up to now. It has strengthened my character and brought healing to my life, and it gave me purpose at a time in my life that I had none, and it, had become, and it became a building block for other work for God and this cause as time went on. I'm so grateful to be part of this church. I'm very grateful for our great God and for Christ Jesus' teaching and Mary Baker Eddy's writings and this church that continues them. And Thomas, if you're listening, thank you. Thank you. Jeremy. I'm very grateful to be a member of this church and for all I am learning here. When I first arrived here, I started learning about how God is in control of all reality and that there is nothing aside from God. And because of this, and because of what I was learning at the round tables and from my practitioner, I began to see that concepts such as luck, chance, randomness, fortune, and similar words had no basis in the good that God has created. So I started to work to eliminate those words from my vocabulary and replace them and the thought they represented with the words and thoughts that more accurately describe the life that God has given us. In many cases, good luck became a blessing from God. A chance became a God-given opportunity, and so on. Being, being diligent in this has served to help me be more sure that God is the source of all good because I am giving him credit for it all day long. And it has also helped me to see what I once would have described as bad luck and which made me a victim is now an error to be handled using Christian science and a lesson to be learned. I'm so grateful for all I have learned of Christian science here and for the ongoing support of my practitioner which has completely changed my life into one that is worth living and allows me to be useful. Thank you. And now I have a testimony from Imogen in Australia. Good evening. Tonight I wanted to thank my dear Plainfield practitioner whose selfless love and strength in the Christ has taught me much. A few months ago, some renovations were needed in our home, and some paint was scraped off a wall. I was rushing quite a bit between working from home and taking my lunch break. I realised after finishing up my lunch that I had most probably ingested some paint dust from the wall that inadvertently had been shaken into my meal. My first response was panic. My second response was to know exactly where to turn for help. I knew that God does always and ever protect me because I have had countless situations over my lifetime where the truth of the scriptures has been proven to me with signs following. 
Thanks to all the wonderful teaching at Plainfield Independent, it was very good to be able to gauge within myself that this was a situation where I needed some help. So I rang my Plainfield practitioner and I immediately felt much better. Even though I wasn't able to reach her immediately, I recalled Psalm 91 that she has been exhorting us to memorize. So I worked with verse 11, quote, For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. And from Mark 16, 18, quote, And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. When the practitioner called me back, it was quite late in the United States, so this was a very selfless and loving thing for her to do. I felt really humbled for her care, and I was very joyful to be speaking with her. I realized I was completely safe. As soon as I heard her voice, I just laughed and said that this was a thing that was a little bit out of my comfort zone to handle. So I was very grateful for her skillful and holy prayer in applying Christian science to support me during that day and evening. After speaking with her, I felt I could just laugh about the whole thing. And of course, there were no digestive problems over the next 24-hour period. My tummy was fine. No reaction. No issues at all. So I'm very grateful for Christian science, and I'm learning so much at Plainfield Independent. I'm even learning that rushing is animal magnetism, because if I'm rushing, I am forgetting that it is God who is over all. God has been my protector for my whole life. He has always looked after me whenever I've prayed. Christian science teaches the science of Christianity the very science of Christ healing and of all things. It is over and above all other categories of so-called human science, with its potent power to protect, to save, and to adjust everything we experience. So thank you to my dear practitioner at this church for taking me up and helping me to deal with ingesting paint, something that was quite out of my comfort zone. I thank our Lord God Almighty, the Creator of all. I thank Christ Jesus, our Master Teacher. And I thank Mary Baker Eddy for leading all humanity out of darkness and into the sunlight of His love, His might, His power. So much love to you all, dearest Plainfield Independent. Thank you. Shardell. Hello. I would like to express my gratitude this evening for Christian Science and the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. Every activity brings with it deeper understanding and a keener spiritual sense. The Bible study last Saturday brought such a blessing of truth revealed about the one and only God on the throne in Revelation, with his Christ declaring, King of kings and Lord of lords, that no matter how noisy and large error displays itself, God is omniscient, omnipotent, all presence and action. John was told to write it all down and that Mrs. Eddy revealed to us in her writings Christ's truth. 
Everything taught here brings us closer to God, and my gratitude is overflowing. How wonderful that the Plainfield website provides the ability to listen to the Bible studies going back to 2015. How awesome. Heard ye the power of the word? Lately, I have been thinking more about God's almighty power, and these words came to me from Mrs. Eddy's hymn, Saw Ye My Savior. Heard ye the glad sound? Felt ye the power of the word? That's hymn 299. Without the Plainfield Church, my practitioner and members, none of this would have been possible for me. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you. Nancy. Nancy from New Jersey, go ahead. Good evening. Thank you, Fairly, for the beautiful readings tonight on Divine Love, for the beautiful music tonight and the testimonies. I also want to express my gratitude for the wonderful Bible study on Vision 1 and Revelation and for the roundtable on Becoming One with the Father, this, this all taking place this past weekend. It was truly a God-inspired weekend to me, just filled to overflowing with so many ideas and truths to ponder and work with throughout the week. And I am also so grateful that the Bible studies and the roundtable discussions are all archived and made available to us on the website to listen and study at our leisure. I especially love, and I'm so grateful, that the inspiring articles that are read and discussed in the roundtable are archived with links that you can just click on and revisit those articles for further study. So I wanted to just say thank you to all who make this possible. And I am so grateful for all who work so tirelessly to provide us with these discussions. And I am grateful for all the thoughtful and inspiring contributions given during these times. I'm so grateful again for all that we are given and taught in this church, all God-inspired and given with self, selfless love, where we are encouraged to study to practice and live the pure Christian science that we are taught here. I am so grateful to God and for Christ Jesus, for Mary Baker Eddy, and I am so very grateful to my practitioner for her strong support in helping me to grow in my understanding of this science. And I'm very happy to be here this evening. Thank you. Thank you. Florence from Georgia, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Fairly, for the beautiful readings tonight. I have a testimony from Australia, and he says, a young family member who lives away from home contacted me recently in a state of great fear that he was losing the sense of feeling in his face and fearing that he would be unable to smile again. At Plainfield, we are taught not to be impressed by error or animal magnetism, that it is simply a belief 
which is trying to attach itself to somebody. It is not a reality, and it's neither person, place, or thing. I was grateful to be able to talk calmly to him, and leaning on my learnings from the weekly lesson sermons, testimony meetings, and roundtables, told him to deny these thoughts as totally untrue because he was the son of the king, his representative to do his will, to reflect and express qualities like perfection, power, strength, beauty, intelligence, confidence, understanding, joy, and calmness. To be so grateful for being his son and that he supplies all our needs every single moment and to claim this. Bignell Young puts it succinctly as, All that thou art, I am. This is, can be found in God is individual consciousness. And from Acts 17, 28, For in him we live and move and have our being. I followed up the phone call by texting through these prayerful messages from our conversation and also included from Watches, Prayers, and Arguments page 140 by Mary Baker Eddy, the powerful morning prayer in Mrs. Eddy's home, which was in our watch, uh, Unity Watch on July 2021. It is a favorite. And it says, this is God's spiritual household. Nothing can enter to annoy or destroy. Nothing can enter to manifest sin sickness or discouragement, for God good keeps this household in perfect peace. There is no evil condition of thought that can enter or argue or suggest or make any law to dominate or control me, intimidate me or crush me, bring any evil to pass upon me or shut out of my consciousness any good. There is no law but the divine law of harmony and dominion. For God, good governs every member in perfect peace and love. In sending these, I turned him over to God. He was calmer and able to resume his work. I called that lunchtime and fearful belief were again trying to claim reality. And 2 Timothy 1.7 came to mind. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I also reminded him to claim his sonship and that as God is all in all, there was no room for error or anything unlike him, that he was guarding and guiding to be at peace in his love and care and to listen for his direction. He was calm and able to return to work. Later that day, he came home for a home-cooked dinner and to stay the night. He shared more truth and directed, we directed him to the audio spiritual consultations by Rosalie Mars Stamp, which he saved and listened to on his laptop a couple of times, finding great comfort and inspiration. The claims of error failed and melted away as an unreality into their native nothingness. I am so grateful for these learnings and demonstration of God's unfailing love and care for all his children and to have the priceless foundations of Christian science. I'm grateful for the Christ Jesus, for Christ Jesus, 
who paved the way for the Holy Bible, for Mary Baker Eddy, bringing this science to humanity, for the early workers for Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, and the dedicated members and practitioners, and for all the abundant resources so lovingly given to all honest seekers of truth. Love to all. That is from Australia. Tonight, I'm so grateful to be here, and I'd like to share something recently. I had to take my car for an early morning appointment at the dealer's. And when I sat in the car, I started to think that God is with me and his love abounds. And just knew that in everyone's car also was God loving them. And I thought of the days I used to resent driving to work and the thought of how differently it would have felt or people would feel now if they know when they sit in their cars to go to work because it's quite a bit of traffic. But to think that I'm going to do what I can do best with the gifts that God has given me and to bless and glorify him, that would change everything. It has a very different feeling when one thinks like that. Anyway, when I got to the dealers, the attendant wanted to know if I wanted a complete diagnosis which would cost an extra $90. Right then, the thought came, no, all you need is to, to do what you were to do, to you know, change a valve. So I said, no, that I would trust my car, the care of my car to God. I said, that. <laughs> it just came out of my mouth. And the attendant said, oh, there's nothing wrong with that. So anyway, they took the car, fixed the um, valve. That's all that needed to be fixed. And the cost was much, much less than he had quoted. I just want to thank God for what I know now. And when I compare what I know now and how living with God means in practice compared to how I used to live, I am just so grateful for all that I have learned through Christian science and what a difference it makes in, in practicing Christian science. Just grateful to be here tonight to hear all these beautiful testimonies and certainly the, the readings and the music as well. Happy to be here tonight and thanks be to God. Thank you. Yeah, Carol or John from New Hampshire. Go ahead. Uh, this is John. Good evening, everyone. I'd like to express my profound gratitude for the Plainfield Christian Science Church, for its adherence to Christ Jesus' teachings about God, for its faithful practice of Christian science as taught by Mary Baker Eddy, and for the healing work of the practitioners in this church. Some time ago, I found myself unable to stand up and had to lie on the floor. With the help of a practitioner in this church, this condition was quickly healed. At another time, I had a severe toothache that no pain reliever could stop and had to wait several days before I could obtain a dental appointment. After calling a practitioner in this church, the pain alleviated markedly. 
the practitioner's work continued through my dental appointment where a complication occurred. But this complication was beautifully removed as I sat in the dentist's chair with a successful outcome. The Plainfield Independent Christian Science Church is proof that instead of closing down as membership dwindles, churches in the Christian Science Movement can progress and thrive in the practice of Christian Science through their own independent and unrestricted efforts. I am very grateful to God for this church. Thank you. Yeah, this is Bruce, and I'd like to say how thankful I am for the watching point that's being featured on our website. Um, it's a very helpful watching point. It talks about if you're doing things, don't barge ahead with human will, because on your own, you can do nothing. But if you recognize that God's power is with you and that you are the reflection of that power, and on, from that basis, there isn't anything you can't do. So that's a very helpful um, point. And I had a chance to use that recently. Uh, a few days ago, Luann and I were working on a project here at the church, and it was one that needs to be done. And we ran out of a certain material that we were using, and I thought, well, that means i got to find a place to get more of it. <clears throat> so I went downstairs, got on the phone. I called a, at least two other stores, and I could not get anybody on the phone to talk to. So Lu Luann came down because she was done as far as she could go, and I just got the idea. I know there's a store and I don't know what's there, but it, this store came to my mind, and I had actually never been to this store before. So we had a lovely drive through many neighborhoods and went to the store, went to the place where they had this product, and Luann spotted it almost all, all right away. And I'm so grateful because it was like God was leading us all along. Why not? He leads us all along anyway, <laughs> but whenever he does, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. And uh, I was so grateful because we bought the product that we needed, came back here, and the next day was able to finish the, what we needed to do. In other words, God took care of us. So I'm grateful for that, but I'm also grateful to learn that if we think that we're doing things on our own, we can't do anything. But if we know that, that we are God's reflection, there isn't anything we can't do. It's very helpful. Mishahila. Hello, good evening. I'm happy and grateful tonight about hymn 391. That hymn was sung a few Sundays ago. The first verse is like this. Why search the future and the past? 
Why do ye why do ye look with tearful eyes and seek far off the paradise? Before your feet life pearl is cast. When I sang and read that last line, I immediately mm-hmm. thought, yes, that is exactly what someone in my life needs to look at. at. This person seeks the paradise far off and doesn't see the pearl before their feet. Then it hit me. Maybe this message was for me. Do I see the pearl before my feet? Am I criticizing in someone else what I am lacking? I suddenly realized that this someone is the pearl in my life. The pearl that forces me to do better and to not judge. Like in Matthew 7, verse 2, it says, For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. It is easy to see error in others, but can I see my own shortcomings? I am learning to see that when I criticize something in someone else, I'd better take a good look at myself and get rid of the wrong picture in myself. Did God make anything or anyone who or that isn't his child? No. At that moment, I started to look at this someone as the pearl before my feet. And since I did that, our relationship improved wonderfully. I thank you for this wonderful meeting and the practical inspirations that I gained from all that meetings and services at Plainfield and from all the readings which are available. It's such a blessing. Thank you all. Good night. Thank you. Luba from Ohio, go ahead. I'm so grateful for how much greater understanding of Christian science I have gained since coming to Plainfield. The roundtables and Bible studies have been so enlightening, and I'm especially grateful to my practitioner who is always available. Also, how very grateful I am to Mary Baker Eddy and what she has provided in in science and health. I'm so happy to be here this evening, and thank you so much for the reading. Thank you. Gary. I was thinking recently how I came to find the Plainfield Church. And when I did, uh, shortly after, 
I realized it really was the answer to a lifelong prayer. As a young child, I attended Christian Science Sunday schools in uh, Seattle and Portland, Oregon, and I must have had some good Sunday school teachers because I had a very strong feeling that Christian science was the truth, and it had helped me in many ways as a young child. And I attended some churches there, but I felt a deep lacking um, attending the churches. Um, in my heart, I felt there was something tremendous in Christian science, and yet I didn't see it lived. Um, and then I, God led me to all the way across the country to go to school, and there I met my wife, who introduced me to a practitioner in this church who was different from any other Christian scientist that I knew. She, she was tremendously loving, uh, tremendously principled, and she healed. Uh, and it left the impression on me that this was Christian science, and this was what I was looking for as a child. Well, we moved here because we felt that if we were going to have a family, we were going to need a, a practitioner that we could trust, that we could rely on. And shortly after we moved here, um, during one Sunday service, one of the members of our church keeled over and fell on the floor, fell on the bench. Uh, her heart had stopped and she was passing on. But this practitioner, very calmly, walked down the aisle, sat next to her, pulled her up, put her arm around her, and spoke to her, told her that God loved her, that she had things to do for God. Within a few minutes, the person who had passed on came to. And by the end of the service, she was standing up to sing the last hymn. This made quite an impression on all of us. And again, proof that this was the right place for me, that this was Christian science. That was many years ago, and I have to say, I have experienced many healings in Christian science. I, have, I am infinitely grateful for all what I have learned through Christian science through the help of that practitioner and the teaching of that practitioner that I have received. This was an answer to prayer. I didn't come here by accident. There wasn't any luck or <laughs> anything else involved. It was clearly God leading me here. And I am so grateful that God did so. I'm so grateful to be here with you all tonight. Thank you very much, Fairly, for the readings. 
And thank you all for the testimonies tonight. Thank you. Mary. Good evening, everyone. A few things to read. Uh, first, Virginia. Many thanks for the performance of the Deer's Cry performed Sunday, October 9th. Such a beautiful and comforting message and so well done. This can also be found, the words, in the July 2019 Love is the Liberator, along with a most inspiring painting by Luann Tucker. Also along these lines in the January 2021 Love is the Liberator is the article Christ's Government from Matthew Henry's Complete Bible Commentary on Isaiah 9, 7. Much gratitude for these very pertinent aids in our daily study and prayer to see God's kingdom at hand. And then these are a few from Canada. My thanks to a Canadian friend and Plainfield member who forwarded me the Thanksgiving lesson that she had received from the Plainfield Church. And thank you, Plainfield, for sending it to Canada in advance of the U.S. Thanksgiving. It was wonderful to be able to read it this weekend for our Canadian Thanksgiving. It was actually last weekend. And then I also am very grateful to have received this wonderful lesson from my study on the Canadian Thanksgiving. Thank you, dear Plainfield. And thank you, dear Plainfield, for this morning's Bible study and the truth that the book of Revelation is revealing to us. It is very enlightening and brings no more of the fear I used to associate with reading this book. I am still learning and I go back to the archived for more insights and clarity. Thanks to Mrs. Eddy for her explanations in our textbook. And then this from Vermont. Dear Plainfield Church, please find enclosed our monthly offering. May it be an expression of our gratitude for all that this church is doing to honor and share Mary Baker Eddy's pure Christian science. God bless you all. And then a testimony from California. The watch by Gilbert Carpenter from last week instructed in being flexible in thought, and I used it with our new dog from the shelter. This week, as I was reading our watch, number 416, a flurry of thoughts arose, and I quickly texted the entire watch to my son-in-law. It spoke of doing God's work and the important first step in doing his work, knowing that we can do nothing of ourselves subordinating human will to God's power. My son-in-law had just been interviewed for a new job out of state, and there was great excitement in the family with po the possible move. In listening to all the talk, I sensed thoughts relying on God were starting to get mixed up with what each person wanted. Because I know that there is a huge difference when we rely on God to direct us versus the ups and downs experienced when the human will is involved. I wanted to encourage him and my daughter to remember that God was in charge, always had been, always would be, and that even now, right where he was, he was doing God's work, which was the only important thing, no matter where he did it. Mr. Carpenter's watch made all of this clear and was just the right thing to share. Later on in the day, as I was thinking of my dear family, I had to smile to myself to see the impact that the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent has had on my life. 
as seen in this particular situation, as well as many others, I have learned more about my religion in the past two years than in my whole lifetime before. And I'm so grateful for the weekly lessons and watches which show me over and over again that there is one mind at work in this church. I am so grateful to be part of this church and sending loads of joy to you all. And those watch messages are picked out each week by Karen in California. And, and it does show the prayer involved in everything that we do. We pray that uh, may it bless all. May we feed your sheep, dear Father. And in doing that, the things that are set forth in our church do bring healing to those who come to our 24-7 reading room, as is often referred to. So I thank you all tonight for those beautiful testimonies and such beautiful readings on love and the beautiful music tonight. May God bless you all and have a good night. Thank you. To close our meeting tonight, uh, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? Hymn number 422. Grace for today, O love divine, thee to obey and love alone. Losing the mortal will in thine, find we a joy before unknown. Hymn number 422.